I mean, I was like, less of the attitude, love. Less of the attitude. <laughs> I'm only one button away from leaving this, all right? I've got a shower calling my name. Yeah, you want to take that shower, do you? <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Get Real With Work, brought to you by Waikiki Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube, so get involved with us and let us know what your opinions are on today's podcast. Today we'll be looking at training and development in a work environment, as well as the importance of receiving good training and development. So what do you think of like importance of training and development, like specifically training first? I think... Training is the most essential part of any job. Like the first week or so, that's like really when you receive training. Mm-hmm. And I think it can really set the tone of how the rest of the company is mm-hmm. based on that training that you receive. Mm-hmm. So if they um, give you really good training in the beginning, they go through everything to you like really in detail. And so you're comfortable and know how everything works from that first week. I yeah. think a job really shows that they do care because they're willing to put time into you so I think how they train you in the beginning really does affect how you feel about the rest of the job even like from the first day it can really set the tone especially before getting in or being employed by that company or by that employer um it's always a good question to know what the likelihood of their training program is for new incomers or if it's not training do they have an onboarding program where they is sort of like gives you a taste of what the thing like the how the company works their system and even down to like how workflow is carried out in that company and it kind of sets the tone like you said like um you know if they don't give you training and they let you do what you want like not what you want to do but they throw work at you and they don't train you you already have that sort of negative perception of that job and even though you know even though it's so early to make a judgment of your workplace you still have that sort of like bitter taste when yeah you know you don't you should be getting or receiving those training that you should be expecting instead of like you know be thrown into the deep end sometimes your jobs are expected to be you know out in the fields you're expected to know what you're doing however like in any company you work at especially the two weeks or even first week of working at that company you tend to get training and it's really important Especially if you want to avoid yeah. making mistakes because you need to know their systems. Yes. I mean, like, how was your first week of training? What was that like? My first week, I actually went through around two weeks of training. Oh, nice. And so the first week or so was kind of me just shadowing mm. um, like what they're doing and then, like, them explaining things in detail. Yeah. Um, And so they always, like, just ask questions if you have them. And that's when I was, like, really... Um, able to just like I said like ask questions be able to really understand what they actually did because the area I'm in is a very niche area and so it was just you know asking questions making sure I understood everything Mm -hmm. and they were obviously more than happy to put that time into me Mm -hmm. and it was the second week my training was like very different because obviously the area I'm in it allowed for me to repeat work that's already been done make sure I kind of get like the same results as them so being able to do work and then compare it to one that's already been done like I'm able to see that difference and like where I can go and even now my work was always being reviewed so I would carry out the work for the case and then I would give it to a person above me yeah I had it to them and then she would do the same thing exactly what I'd done 
Yeah. And then we can both compare. Yeah. And so it's that really good training because I was always getting feedback on how yeah. to improve on what I was doing good in. And I think that's that feedback is crucial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's all well without you doing the work. But if you don't know where you're going wrong or where you're going right, it can really affect how you carry out the rest of the work. True. That's really true. Yeah, especially like when making mistakes. Obviously, you don't want to make mistakes because that would obviously cost them time and then money as a result to fix those mistakes. So it's always good to get feedback on where you're going wrong and then you can like amend those mistakes. But what was training like for you? Because you're working remotely. So how was that training um in that kind of aspect then Mm, that's a really good question actually because especially those who are starting new roles now especially remote at home because you can't go to an office obviously because it's not allowed due to the current climate i find training training far harder because you can't you're not surrounded by colleagues where you can just ask them for help yeah and then also because a lot of the time you're doing the task independently before it gets checked or like or you get constructive feedback from the task you've done it's very much delayed it's not simultaneous they can't watch over you and therefore you, you sort of fly under the radar and you can do you, you don't need to do much um i also find that like very depending on the company you go with like some companies don't have a training or onboarding program or not one that supplies you with the, all the basics sometimes they, especially my role as well they kind of like it's on the board it's on the job you learn as you go along and sometimes mm-hmm. that can be quite frustrating because you want to know what you're doing but you don't know what you're doing and you partly know the information it, that's kind of like a blind sight there yeah and i find that like tr- that's where training should necessarily happen not just at the beginning but crucially all the way throughout your whole career definitely yeah, dot it around you. There's always new skills you can learn, new techniques to learn, and always to teach others because that's also a really good handy technique and training skill you can use because teach other people things as well means that you know how to do that task. You know how what, what means what and, you know, you know how to go about doing or delegating such tasks. But I also find that, like, getting training on remotely is hard for them to evaluate your skills and your skill sets. Yeah. Because you're not showing it in front of them. They're on camera. They can barely hear you or see you. And, <laughs> and like, you know, by the time they finish with what they have to say, they don't really know how much you've got it. You can be in la-la land and, and not know what's going on. Because training at home is very difficult. Even if you're the most proactive person like myself, I still, like, find it hard to get trained, you know, on and off. And, like, it's because it's, like, that sort of... It's quite funny, actually, because it's like it feels not real. <laughs> It doesn't feel like yeah. real training because it's so remote and virtual. It feels like a whole like weird like sort of as if you're talking like having watching the TV train you. That's the, how it is because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not like you need your hand to be held through task or anything. It's just like normally you expect someone when they're training you to be live, you know, there trying to show you what's going on. I also find that like people are afraid to ask questions when it comes to training. They're like, oh yes, so easy to go yes, <laughs> yes. I understand. Yeah. Deep down, you don't. And um, how do you combat that for yourself? Like, how do you get everything from a training program or a training you've been given? How do you get 100% out of it? I think something that is crucial mm. is always taking notes. Definitely. <laughs> in the last podcast, I shared a story. Um, so go check it out. Yeah. But the general gist of that 
story was boss called me into the office and he started going through how certain things worked and how to carry out this process mm-hmm. i didn't bring a pen and paper i was had no idea i didn't even stop him like when i realized i would be learning something i just sat there for like an hour just like kind of cursing at myself for not bringing a pen and paper like that's literally i wasn't even couldn't even take it in i was just so like oh my god where's but i need a pen and paper to take this down why didn't you interrupt <laughs> <laughs> like a piece of paper for me. <laughs> because I was I don't honestly I think it was just that nerves that we talked about um in the last podcast yeah is was that first day kind of nerves because that was second week maybe and I was still getting used to everything and, and I, I know I always like ask questions I think you're so nervous that you just like can't ask questions. But so I think people need to learn from me just ask questions even if it's yeah. just to interrupt even interrupt them. Like, if you have to, to go get a pen and paper, go get a pen and paper because you are not going to, even if you have the best memory in the world, you are not going to remember an hour. We were talking for an hour. You are not going to remember that once you get up and leave the office. No, no, certainly not. So so I think one thing to really progress your training is take notes. Yeah. Write anything down. Yeah, I about to say, even if you think it's stupid or or something like, oh, I'm going to remember this, you probably won't remember it. No. You probably won't remember it down the line because I was taught stuff um, like in my first week of training. I was taught stuff that I'd be doing maybe a couple months down the line. And now when I get to that, I've got the notes to back it up. So yeah. I don't need to be retaught that. So it would save them time, save me time getting that training. Exactly. And I think another thing as well mm-hmm. is you always need to ask questions i just said this but even if they're dumb questions i encourage it ask dumb questions because i think there's an advert for this but uh don't quote me on that but ask dumb questions because it can save lives <laughs> honestly like <laughs> and it sounds profound and sounds so stupid but i in my work in my company the number of questions I have been receiving by like multiple departments are so stupid but it's stupid to you but it's not stupid to them so don't judge the question before like asking it because like the person who's answering the question may think wow this person is not stupid this person is clearly need needs wants to learn more wants clarity wants help and it's just you know sometimes if the person who is training you thinks oh the person's got it because he keeps nodding or she keeps nodding or she understands Mm. it they're not gonna come back to you and be able to answer those question burning questions you have inside so even if you think it's stupid it's not stupid trust me because yeah you know it could be the simplest simplest things like where is where is that printer the person's gonna go like wow your fix it's there because you don't know you're new especially in the starting beginning of the of your like career or like that role you're taking it's okay to ask the, the most basic I think they, questions yeah i think they expect that yeah, as well exactly. because you're not gonna know things you're not gonna know say where the printer is you're not gonna know how certain procedures are or anything exactly. like that so you need to ask dumb questions in order to just figure out what everything is like yeah. like to get used to things to get familiar mm-hmm. you need to ask dumb questions even if they're not even even if the most simplest thing ever the most simple question just ask it because at the end of the day it's gonna help you mm-hmm. Because obviously, if you have a question, you obviously need an answer to that. And just sitting on a question Definitely. and sitting on a question 
you're not going to progress. You're not, because you're not going to learn anything new because you haven't asked the question. No. So I think asking that question, no matter how stupid you think it is or how dumb, or if you're embarrassed by asking the question, just ask the question. Just ask, please, just, just ask. ask. <laughs> Dying back to like, you know, learning and how to get out of your, most out of your training is being interactive. Give yourself a chance to learn it. Like don't yeah. don't ever like fall on your sword or like tell yourself off or give yourself a hard time because you don't understand something because that's what life is about. It's about progression. It's about training. It's about being able to make that bigger step, bigger leap. And from aside from that, like you know, you can't you can't learn something by you know shaming yourself. Um, just because you don't get it doesn't mean it's not for you. I know a lot of people who would rather do certain other things um, because they think someone else can do it better that's not the point that that is not how it works i always find that like if you keep trying at something because like there is like um task in my current role where i never think i'd be doing it when i first joined the company but now that i now that i look back on it i'm able to do those tasks and it's because i allow myself a chance to understand the task and be able to do it on my own independently you need to know how you learn you're like, how yes. do you pick up things? I'm a doer. I like to do it once or twice and then have someone to evaluate and criticize my work and give me constructive feedback. And, you know, maybe you guys are more of a, you like watching someone do it and that's how you memorize or someone who gives you a tutorial and show you how to do certain things. Or you just simply like to take the risk, make the leap. And if you make mistakes, you learn from those mistakes. And that's just your own way of learning it. And a lot of employers encourage you to take the like that jump and take and test the waters i I don't know how your um boss allows you to like learn but i'm pretty sure they make you go away and do tasks right like yeah you know show how many steps have you learned out of the 10 you may have learned 10 out of 10 and that's amazing but like what if you only got halfway there they're gonna have to show you the other half so it's okay to like have questions and not know what you're doing even though you've like promoted and you know showed them like oh you're this capable on your cv demonstrated so many skill sets it doesn't mean that the day you join that company your skill set stops there you are continuously learning and i always do that for myself because again we're not perfect but also we're not a hundred percent there i never think that i'm running before yeah definitely yeah um how what i want to know is like let us know on um in the comments below does your company have a set training program for you or is it everything is modified to the like individual person because i know mine was i'm not sure about harina's is your one modified to yeah you? so my yeah mine was modified to me like i've said throughout the all the podcasts i do work in a small company mm-hmm. um so you know, they really um kind of settled in for me so if they saw that I was really learning in a specific way they took note of that mm-hmm. and then they've like really um developed that kind of area of training for me yeah um so I think that's definitely good but even then just any kind of training in general whether it is modified to you and whether it is in just a general training program I think you can learn uh, learn really well in both Mm-hmm. I also think training is really important even if you're already specialized or you're really far into your career already 
not for the same reason because you're new to anything because you can develop your skills and refine your skills or find a more efficient way to carry out your job learn skills that could advance your role to widen your speciality now that sounds really weird why would i specialize into a niche area and then like come out of that niche area but if you're say for instance this is the my reasoning behind it and you let us know if you disagree with this because it's completely fine i can understand why mm. but if you're a lawyer and say for instance you are you're a real estate lawyer and and say for instance like you have become so niche that you're in a particular area of real estate that's perfectly fine however if you say for instance you trained into like either probate now everyone's thinking well what's the difference what's the there's a huge difference between real estate and probate and you're perfectly right to say so however if you think about it real estate at the end of someone's lifetime that real estate has to go on to somewhere and probate law is the what sufficiently supports that that transaction from between when someone passes away and where the property goes that still deals with real estate and that still deals with the probate side of the law now my idea behind this is that even if you're so specialized you can you can cross specialize so that you're making yourself a a more worthy asset and that sounds really bad and but the more valuable you are as a personnel as an employee means that you're far more likely to get you know more jobs and more responsibility you know it could mean that you know your and the amount of money you make it goes up because you now are more a valuable asset and therefore there's no reason why that you should frown upon training yourself down the line when you're um further into your career it's so necessary and so crucial because you're just sharpening your tools i'm sure harina agrees too that like training especially even in 10 20 years into your specific career it's crucial because you know technology evolves skill set evolves workflow evolves and i feel like this may not be applicable to everyone but i do encourage and i do wholeheartedly believe that it's crucial that you should always sharpen your um skill sets no i totally agree with you i think like you were saying even though you are specialized um you can always further your skills you can even start um training in the new area that coincides with your previous skills and i think as well something that is important is you can also charge more yeah certainly you can definitely charge more get some more money for that training so even though training probably costs a certain amount in the beginning you will make that back it's like a training is an investment yeah definitely I mean, an investment. that is a way to see it it's an investment it's to yourself investment. yes mm-hmm. definitely because that like we've been saying you can always take those skills further definitely. and not even in the you don't have to train in a specialized area you can just train in general so get maybe extra skills say like yeah. in microsoft skills come touch typing you know there's so many skills you can learn yeah. and that is also training yeah. And just having those extra, like, say, qualifications or certificates under your belt can really push you forward, especially, say, if you're going in an interview or if you're looking for a promotion, career change, any kind of those aspects. Definitely. That's where training will really make you stand out from the crowd. Like Harina said, it's definitely attractive for employers, future employers who are looking for someone who is diverse and, you know, 
quite adaptive and willing to learn new skills and tra- uh, and tr- you know train other people or other staff that you already have in mind and therefore it may- it gives you an advantage to be a really perfect candidate and i'm not saying that you you guys are meant to be competing with anything but i also find for employees or even just future employees as well i want you to like make sure that when you are going for that new job or if you're in the existing company make sure you reach out to you know your managers your supervisors or people above you and ask for training because they're not going to say no and if they do then that's not right (laughs) 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 something wrong there (laughs) but if you ask for training or in a specific way a direction like you want to go into if it's um, progressing your current situation or like you're refining your skills ask for people to like give you like an advancement you know because training can be expensive grant that you know there's things like certain roles that require up-to-date training and the company may cover for that um, data protection officers have to go to do regular trainings every year and most companies pay their staff to go to that training to make sure that they're not behind data protection law Mm. that you know idea runs through any position in the company it doesn't matter how entry your role is or how senior you are and along with that if you're currently just applying for roles and you know you're in your interview stage or even just before application make sure you read up to see whether they give you training opportunities Mm. what is their training program is like because i feel like harina can add here like you've you had like uh the employers give you a plan of how the training was like or was, was going to be when you joined the company right yeah so um when i went for my interview i actually asked him about training specifically because mm-hmm. this was an area um i never heard of before never knew it existed so i asked him how were they going to train me yeah and they went into detail that like, we'll do some shadowing we'll do this we'll do that and then i was like that's perfect for me and then I asked them about training in the future so like further progression Mm -hmm. and they were all on board with me like training and progressing myself within the company they said that they'll pay for any extra training that they see fit for the role so it's not just bettering yourself but it's also bettering the company yeah but having people with those extra skill sets Mm -hmm. um so I think that's definitely something you need to look for um in the interview like how are they are they willing to train you that is something important like are they willing to put that time into you put the money into you to train and develop you into being a better employee yeah because it's sort of a two-way relationship it's a symbiotic relationship where you know the company will need you because you're an asset to them they will need you in the future um you know to ensure that the company runs but whilst they need you they need to make sure that they train you so that you can be the most productive and at top of your game as possible and therefore it can't go just one way and you know if the company you're in or the future company you're in who are not a huge advocate for training staffs or like supporting training programs and opportunities in the future then you need to you need to ask yourself like are you specialized enough to be independently on your own to train yourself in the the sense of like independently going out of your own way in your free time to train yourself because you're you leave yourself sort of unprepared for anything that could come because you know training 
helps you adapt and makes you evolve to be able to deal with any situation so if you lack training you could be you could be stumped you know you're stationary you're not progressing any further you're just doing the same thing day in day out and therefore it's not an healthy relationship the company needs to appreciate the fact that training is a very necessary part when it comes to developing the employees and that's the next point we want to move on to development now, the importance of development. I really want to ask Harina, what's your take on the de- um, the importance of development? Development, just as training, is also crucial. Because I think employees need to be able to have that opportunity to develop mm-hmm. in their career, in their role, mm-hmm. so they don't get bored. You know, they don't yeah. burn out in that role. Because then that's when employees will start to look for other opportunities elsewhere. Certainly. So I feel like, um, personally, I always ask in an interview, just to go back to like um, previously, what is development like in the company? Mm-hmm. Always crucial. And always get make them, like, kind of give me examples as well of like real-life experiences where it's happened mm-hmm. yeah. in the company. So, you know, stuff like regular training, more responsibility, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely highlights that they are, uh, that the companies are caring yeah, about certainly. the individual developing. What's your take on development? Development is um, is as crucial as training because they sort of symbi- mm-hmm. are symbiotic. They are, go hand in hand. But I also find that, like, if employers don't help employees progress in their career they as you said they get bored but not just bored they tend to like just not be as productive you know the productivity yeah productivity in the company will just stump and slow down or even if it's just it might flatten out and not produce anything and therefore that is just a company's downfall if they don't develop their staff I mean, examples of development can be very simple, you know, it could be like setting target, if you can achieve this, then that's your building block to be able to achieve something else, or, you know, reflections, and like, how can they personally develop, and how can the company assist, regular training, like you said, or challenges, all these tiny little steps to making an employee better is actually benefiting the company, you know, in so many regards. And that comes with like that comes with giving them opportunities to take those stepping ladders, making yeah. them work for what they should be, you know, achieving either at the end of the year, after six months, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Does underdeveloped staff reflect badly on companies? I think it definitely one hundred percent does. Yeah. Because it shows that they're not invested. They don't care that about their employees. Mm. They're just there to make a profit. Yeah. That is it. Just to get the work done. Yeah. Like that is it. So I think, you know, looking at the opposite uh, way, the company showing that they care about the development of their staff. Yeah. It's like employees are willing to stay in the company. They are willing to help the company through bad times. They're willing to help, you know, maybe even stay a bit longer because they yeah. show that they're caring. Mm-hmm. And I think that is crucial because development kind of just means care, progression. It's definitely good for companies to develop their staff. Because if you underdevelop the staff or you don't develop them at all, or there's just no opportunity to develop, then your employees aren't going to care about the company. No. It's just not going to happen. So I think when you're looking for a job, you always need to make sure 
that the company is willing to develop you and not even just say oh yeah we'll develop you because where's the proof so you need to you know maybe even on your first week and stuff like or your first month you need to ask the employees as well how do you feel developed in your in your job yeah you definitely to ask because that could be you that uh, that old employee sitting next to you that could be you Mm-hmm. And if they said they never received any opportunities to develop, get training or progression, then you're going to be exactly in that same boat. So I think that's definitely a key thing you need to look for. I feel like um, I'm pretty sure there's a meme on this, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely send us the meme that we're talking about here. But the fear of or failing to train or develop staff means multiple things, you know, and you've named several of them, you know, staff will leave because they're feeling underappreciated. They don't feel like they are worthy of your like interest or time puts the company in sort of a bad frame of mind. Secondly, that the fact that employees who are not trained, but who are not trained, who are not developed, are running your company or running the company. And therefore, you know, that impacts performance of the company. It impacts the service they're providing, the goods you're selling. And therefore, there is a domino effect of this. You sort of trigger this whole, like, cycle of life where there is no progression in the company. And therefore, and hence, there are plenty of companies who are in that situation. And because they fail to put that money and time back into their employees, you don't provide or produce the service and goods that you should be providing. Because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of companies who have had fallen under this trap simply because they failed to put time and money into their own staff. You know, there was yeah. a, there's a phrase there like, I'd rather have staff be trained than you know the company led by undeveloped staff and that's a true fact companies can be afraid of training people because it costs time and money to train them yeah and they may well just leave and that's perfectly understandable um people leave after being trained but what's more frightening would be for a company to run um staff who are underdeveloped not trained and then unfortunately led by fools because you've not given them a chance to make their own career progressions or you know educate themselves so that they can refine their skill sets and refine themselves because that's the whole point of working in a company they lay down ladders for um staff to climb up you know you can't blame staff for failing to do their job if the company itself can't even do their part it's a catch-22 and that's my opinion about the importance of training development they go hand in hand they're symbiotic they should be the main focus when you are joining a company or in a company it should be the top priority for any company because that's the way you can produce the best products best services and you know it the performance of a company grows hugely and i do have a story for this but i have one question um have you ever had bad services or or goods that were not up to standard and uh, which reflects badly on the company i think yeah there's obviously definitely be times you know even if it's just going into like a shop or something like that mm-hmm. and the customer service it's just been just quite awful yeah and that is i've never blamed the staff that's definitely not the staff's fault yeah. it is the company who is at fault yeah i'm just not caring enough about their staff to develop them and give them that job satisfaction yeah oh. because if you're happy in your job and you're comfortable you're securing your job and you're doing well then that will reflect on how your service mm-hmm. Certainly. so i think it's definitely a bad reflection 
on the company. So whenever I feel like I go to a certain like shop or whatever and you know I get bad service, I'm just like, okay, that company is not doing a good job at all that's like my take on it like exactly like you said that it does reflect mm. badly unlike the customers you know it shows that the goods aren't up to standard and you can tell when it's obvious definitely obvious because it's like if someone's never been taught how to do something or how to do it properly or have never been trained they're going to do it on the basis of what they know right they're going to do yeah. it on the uh, the way that they've always been taught or actually never been taught and therefore making it up all on their own and the core yeah. the trouble with you know making up you know your own way of, of doing things is that the company won't perform the way it should perform and therefore that the worrying fact is that no one is caring about how the company is run people start to yeah like you said lose interest lose motivation to work for mm. that company and that was that is the last thing that any company or any businesses want to do and i certainly have been in a situation where like i was never allowed to be developed or had any training and therefore i feel like i was very bitter towards the company and also to the people that i'm working with because it means that i'm left stranded not knowing what to do and having to make guesses on my own and it's not really fun yeah. joining a company or working in a company like that because it makes the environment very toxic for yourself and um don't be discouraged to ask because i had to do that i had to step yes. up and said look you're not telling me how to do certain things you're not training me or developing me so i'm going to ask you how things are done so i know that i don't make the mistakes and get in trouble for it or even just get make myself upset because they haven't done their part of their bargain yeah definitely i think if they don't know how you're feeling as well then you need to let them know mm-hmm. and even that even after that's when I would start looking for different opportunities. Certainly. Yeah. And if, like, you tell them, listen, I want to be developed in this way, I want to be trained in this way, exactly. I think this could be improved, and then nothing happened, then that's when I would start looking for different opportunities where development Certainly. is key and crucial. Because you don't need to be loyal to a job. No. That's <laughs> one thing. You don't need to be loyal to a job. Like, if you find a better opportunity elsewhere that meets your needs and satisfaction, take the role 100%. Definitely. Put yourself first. I would always say that. Put yourself first, regardless if, even if the the job pays better, but you're not developing, you wouldn't want to stay in that job for the next 10 years and be still the same position. You want to either be climbing the ranks or having more responsibilities. And if you're not given that, where's your satisfaction, even if the money pays? No, I definitely agree with that but guys let us know in the comments below how you think training and development has affected your work life and career life Mm -hmm. and if that is something you specifically look for when going into new roles and especially for like anyone who's a a new employee or even just a graduate you know coming fresh out of university you definitely need to make sure that the person who your future employee is going to be will provide you these things because it it could mean a very satisfying and progressive career and you know progressing in a in a better direction rather than putting you into a stagnant position because at the end of the day we all want to move forward we never want to move backwards and if i mean if you're happy where you are and you think you're you've got enough skill set and you're okay then there is no reason why you 
first of all, you're no reason why you can't train anymore because everyone can sharpen their tools in the box. But if you believe in yourself that you're perfectly happy in your situation, then there is nothing to bargain for. Yeah. Because we're not going <laughs> to, me and Harriana are not going to, we're not like advocating for you to, you know, to criticize your workplace or like um go yeah. find another workplace purely on what we've just said but we just think that the importance of development and training is crucial to develop mm. oneself you know it's so crucial to make sure that um you are looked after as a, a valuable asset to the company and you should always be a valuable asset to the company and therefore the importance of the two should be prioritized no matter what the situation is Definitely. unless you're like the ceo even the CEO can, like, you know, sharpen its skill boxes. <laughs> Send them on a training course. I'm exactly. sure they need it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, definitely leave in the comments uh, down below what your thoughts are, your experiences, whether you've had bad training, bad development, or, you know, you're with a company who will provide great development mm. and training programs and therefore you want to share with others and let others know like how it should be run there is no perfect company there's no perfect employee and there's no perfect yeah. employers but we can always work towards perfection and it will be so nice to hear what you guys think about this whole scenario we may be wrong maybe development and training is not the priority and something else is so please let us know so guys we would love to hear your thoughts and experiences on this whole topic whether you agree disagree just like Caden said if companies need to prioritize something else instead let us know and join in by following us at YQ Society on all social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. So the next episode, we will be discussing company structures and what it could benefit or attribute to your working workflow life. I'm Caitlin. I'm Harina. See you guys soon. See you guys. <laughs>